Hi, you guys. I'm Rue. I'm Andy. And welcome to the Randy Show. Randy Show. Oh my God. You do not understand my excitement today, you guys, about what we're going to talk about. Can I say it? Can I say it? Can I say what we're talking about? Go ahead. Go ahead. We're talking about the Fall of the Beauty Committee. And bitch, I am ready. I'm so ready. I'm sorry if that was loud for any headphone users. But I'm so ready for this. Oh my God. I'm going to edit this in post so you're gonna be fine <laughs> like you do not understand y'all how excited i am to talk about this because this shit when this first happened was mm, delicious tea so good and i'm about to break it all down for you because this is not just drama getting one this is drama getting one and two because girl lord how, how was, are we gonna split this we'll figure that out later it's fine trust me it's all gonna flow through do not worry there's so much happening everyone should be excited right now but what okay. we're gonna talk about so I kind of want to give my insight on this. So I was there for what was it called Dramageddon? Dramageddon two with the, which was I don't no, want to. I was there for both, but like after Dramageddon two, I was like I'm over it. So then I kind of stopped listening. So I'm kind of aware of what's going on, but I need a refresher. So this episode is basically going to be Ru teaching me, explaining to me what's happen and then i'm gonna jump in and be like oh my god and give my commentary oh girl i'm so excited like i'm like about to like shit my pants right now because i'm so fucking excited there's so much to talk about with this topic it's like actually crazy (laughs) okay so let's start this show baby let's do this this. so if you do not remember back in like like end of 2015 starting 2016 there was a rise of a beauty committee but specifically jeffree star manny mua and laura lee they were like the big three of like the holy trinity of beauty stars back in that time and they were all besties like manny mua had a collab with jeffree star and like laura lee and they were best friends and like they were super super close and then the kitty dragon came into the picture but things started falling apart in 2017 Oh, God. So, Jeffree Star, Maniomi, and Laura Lee and Akita Dragon were the four of the biggest YouTubers in 2017. Some onlookers believe the trio slowly started to break apart when Manny, Nikita, and Laura started replacing Jeffree Star with Gabriel Zamora, another beauty YouTuber, but to be honest, he was not that big. I think he had barely, barely reached like a million subscribers when they were like getting together go andy i have some i have a theory about gabriel i think they okay, let, me mastermind. I, let me finish drama getting one and then you can say it keep oh, that no, in mind no, no. i want to say i want to say it now i okay, want to say okay, it now okay, okay. it's his fault i think they planned it i think okay no no i'm gonna talk about it wait wait, wait. i'm gonna talk about it i'm gonna talk okay. about it i'm gonna talk about it so in november 2017 jeffrey star tweeted lee's soul was pure evil after he had removed a lot of negative people from his life. So after that had happened, Gabriel Zamora had tweeted a picture with Manny MUA, him, Laura Lee, and Nikita Dragon. With them or putting up the middle finger saying, bitch is bitter because without him, we're better. I remember when this photo came out, girl, the tea, the pop. Twitter was going crazy. <laughs> girl it was oh my god the amount of people commenting tweeting out post like oh my god and jeffy star had a lot about it bitch you want to talk about bitter let me release this energy into the world and you're gonna bite in the ass 
And so um, after that had happened, there was a backlash because Laura Lee, Nikita Dragon, and Gabriel Zamora all have a racist moment in their Twitter. Yeah. One was Laura Lee back in 2012 tweeted out, tip for all Black people, if you pull your pants up, you can run from the police faster. Hashtag, you're welcome. God. In 2012, Gabriel Zamora had tweeted the N-word while and Nikita Dragon tweeted, could never imagine being black, even though she's like 50 shades of color. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> After, there was a moment where basically Gabriel Zamora had gotten the backlash from the bitches bitter without more better, that Manny MUA was literally plotting. Like Gabriel Zamora re- was released a video, let's keep it 100, and completely was exposing Manny MUA, saying, we're going to do this, this, and this, this. You're going to take the fall for it. You're going to be your scapegoat. You're going to take all the blame because we need to survive our careers, basically. And literally, when that had gotten released into the world, many were like, my mental health is not okay. I'm going to go take care of myself, blah, 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 blah even though he manipulated the entire situation and let Gabriel take the fall. So it was an entire pan out situation, basically, that Manny and Manny Amir was basically the ringleader, but Laura Lee completely like flopped. She lost 600,000 subscribers within one day. Manny MBA was losing subscribers. I don't know how Nikita Dragon survived for a bit, but she did. Let's be realistic. Did she? No, she did, because I'm going to talk about later, but she okay. basically got popular again. But that's another thing. Let me pull out some more receipts. Um, so after all this had happened, Jeffree Star basically kind of survived this drama getting essentially, because he was still staying relevant, was still getting a lot of subscribers, was about to hit like 20 million subscribers, and completely escaped drama getting one scratch trees, like you did nothing to me. But then we get into drama getting two. Drama getting two was the real tea. Drama that getting was- one was nothing. Com- nothing. Nothing compared to drama getting one. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about Jeffree Star versus Tati Westbrook versus James Charles. Oh, girl. Lord. Well, how did they get together? So this starts back in June of 2017 when Jeffree Star and James Charles were both attended the KKW launch party. And the two hung out at the event alongside with a bunch of other friends that Jeffrey no longer hang out with, but they became like kind of besties. And they made a video together in 2018 where they did style swap essentially on James's video. I think I remember that video. Yeah, and then yeah, I remember they collabed again with Tana because they're doing like this little mukbang together. Or no, they were on Tana's yes. channel. Yes, yes, yes. They were doing, a, yes, you're right. They were doing a mukbang. And then later that year, James Charles and Ati and Jeffrey made a video together on James's Charles, James's video channel again, where it's called Messy Makeup Trivia, where they get like, they like answer makeup questions. It was some cringy stuff that James Charles did, whatever. Hi, sisters. Hi, uh, sisters. Hi, sisters. It was in January 2018 when they made the collab. I like It was 20, January 2019, they did a video collab with Tati Westbrook and it got over 20 million views. So, okay, real quick, if you don't know one thing about the YouTube community, it's all the numbers game. People were hanging out with people, but it had to be, I think it was uh, the 30% rule. You can, um, like, someone can um, be less than 30% less followers to you or more than 30% followers to you. Like, that was the gap that had to be either between, basically. Wasn't two- there a YouTuber who came out and spoke about that? About, like... Yes! Oh, my God, yes! And I can't remember who it was, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I remember talk- that video was trending, and they were, like, basically exposing it, like, yeah, you can't have less than 30% of the followers, and, like, you know, yeah, wasn't and- all this shit. And I was like, oh, my God. God. The reason they have found out was because of like BeautyCon, and that's how they, they had found out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I remember when that rule came out, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy, but it's true. 
And now we move to February 2018, where there was a start of the drama of Tati Westbrook and James Charles. So James Charles and Jeffree Star both attended Tati Westbrook's 37th birthday. She's 37 years old at this time, guys. Remember this. Tati invited her friends uh, for her birthday dinner, and allegedly, James was hitting on a waiter. Mm -hmm. And at the time, Tati said nothing to James. And then we get into about May 2019, the summer 2019. Tati Westbrook releases the video by sister. <laughs> girl, oh, girl. That that oh my I remember when that shit came out, Twitter was going <laughs> crazy. Cause of dude, the title. Oh my god, the team. Yeah, girl. That oh literal insanity. I my remember skin, I was I'm at, getting goosebumps I from like thinking I was, about I was at your house and we were watching it together. Yeah, we what is going on? Because I was really into it. I remember, like, I wasn't really around for the first Ramageddon, but the second one, I was there, bitch. I experienced it. I watched Jeffree Star's everybody's video. Yeah, girl. It was batshit insane. So uh, let me explain by Sister real quick. So by Sister was a video released by Tati Westbrook where basically she... The one of the main points that she had brought was that James Charles did a ad for Sugar Bay Hair, and she was like, "Um, James knows that Sugar Bay Hair is one of my biggest competitors, and he's doing an ad promo for them. And I just can't believe he would do this, especially to such a young fan base." And blah 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 blah. And then she was putting out how James was hitting on that waiter at her birthday party and that how she he was describing what the things he would want to do with him and it was so ugly and vile and that was like a good summary of her video but like she kept like, going on and on and on whatever it is such what did she a- say she was like james please we're in public i'm eating my salad what did she say she was like in no, front no, of my she- salad. i remember when people were releasing that me in front of my salad <laughs> in front of my salad that's exactly what it felt like watching that video <laughs> it's yeah. like miss lady no. and so once that video had released James Charles released a quick video saying, I remember him being super messy. I think he's Australia doing something. I think it was like a masterclass, something like that. And he was like, mm-hmm. um, I just can't believe this video happening. Blah, 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 blah. He was like going on a ramble basically. And it was super quick. It was like a quick video. It was not planned. It was not, no lighting, I yeah. think. I, but then he took it down. And, and then, then he made the video, no more lies. <laughs> I remember, I think in a video like, yeah. like, no more lies. I swear to God, like, we, exactly. we know the titles. And then, Oh my god. You remember when people were memeing James Charles because he looked like that one character from Monsters Inc. with the glasses and lips? Because like oh. James was like fresh <laughs> off a plane with the glasses on. And that's where like that kind of started. You remember that? That, that was that's like meme history. In between the normal lies and uh Tati's by sister, Jeffree Star had released a quick video saying, Oh no, oh wait, no, it might be after. Fuck. I could have sworn it's not no, saying. I it. think it was Jeffrey ran to James's aid, if I'm correct. It was Tati, then James, then Jeffrey. And then Jeffrey was like, I'm going to pull up. <gasps> no way. Psych. JK. No, Jeffrey's tweeting out. I remember. when Because Ian, James' brother was like, why does everyone act tough over the internet? And Jeffrey had tweeted out, why is your brother a predator? Why did you really move back to NYC? Exactly. Shut the fuck up. I was like, but Jeffrey was basically involving himself in this drama when he didn't have to. I think that was Jeffrey's downfall of their career okay no we're gonna talk about about this real quick like jeffree star was like he didn't have to but he kind of involved himself into this drama which is why it led to his downfall and after that obviously james cuts like merch like merch ties with jeffree because he was part of his merch company whatever um so 
James Charles Posner's second meal, No More Lies, jam-packed with receipts, the texts and messages shared seemingly um, James was having back and forth conversations with Jeffree Star, I think even Tati. And I remember in one of the texts, Jeffrey had accused of James molesting Grayson Dolan. Yes, he- Jeffrey had claimed that they were going to have Grayson on. Yeah, the- Jeffrey was going to have Grayson on the camera to expose James Charles for what yeah. he was and what he did to him. That they were going to have like the Dolan brothers come on camera. And I remember Jeffrey being like, we're going to expose you. You're- this is your downfall. We have the receipts. Like, and then nothing came out about that. No, nothing. I remember because the Dolan twins... James Charles and Emma Chamber were like besties. They had this like little group that was a non um, community group. My sister sister squad. squad, the sister squad, yes, the sister, sister squad. squad. But then they had stopped. Like there was no like allocations of them being together. Like they had stopped and all of a sudden, and that's when the whole Grayson lost it. Um, Jace, I mean James molested Grayson. Then came out with Jeffrey. Blah 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 blah. Um, so that was happening. So after James released No More Lies, that's title. I swear to God. Jeffrey posted an apology video called Never Doing This Again, and he apologized for getting involved in a situation admitting that the horrific accusations he made against James were based on rumors. To quote Jeffrey, there's a big part of the story that I don't think a lot of people know, and that's that behind the scenes there were a lot of people in my head. There are people telling me a lot of stuff, and I don't mean my own friends. I mean people that had known James. They were telling me things that was making me feel a whole other way. Hey, Jeffrey, some advice. If you're not involved in something, don't get Maybe involved. don't get involved. Like, it's none of your business. Maybe if Jeffrey would have just shut up, he things would have been better. Opinion to sway him, and that was his problem. I had to deal with that. So that was happening in that race. But then we get into Shane Dawson's series of The World of Jeffree Star and in June of 2020. Casting Wait, can I say so- something real quick? What? Can I say something real quick? What? The whole time was just Shane Dawson being surprised that Jeffree Star is a millionaire. Well, come on, Je- Shane. We know <laughs> you were making that money. Like, okay, no, 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 no. James, I mean, Shane Dawson was not making Jeffree Star money. No, 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 but they. I think Shane, it was like a battle of who's the poorest. Like, oh my God, I don't make millions of dollars. Shut up, bro. Like, you're on YouTube. You have a huge community. You're making money. Some of no. us don't have money. Um, And in June, so June 2020, Tosti Westbrook claims Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson were the instigators behind her feud with James Charles. Okay, first of all, first of all. <gasps> wait, wait, the live stream. Oh my God, the live stream. Hold on, hold on, hold on, pause. I want to say something. Tati Westbrook is a almost 40-year-old woman. I don't care who's telling you what. You're a grown-ass woman. You can make your own decisions. Do not let your downfall be the blame of others. People can tell you all you want. You still make that choice. I think she was old enough to kind of realize, what the fuck am I involving myself in? What the no, no, fuck am no, I no, doing? No, no, no. She knew what she was doing, and she wanted, she wanted exactly. to Exactly. Honestly, same thing with Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star's old enough to know, like, mm, maybe I need to stop. Okay, so this is what this is what was happening. One year after the blowout of feud between Tati and James, and eventually Jeffrey, Tati had released yet another video. This time, she apologized to James and spilled the tea on what she says went down behind the scenes in the months leading up to the falling out. Oh, because she, she hadn't posted at all in, like, a year. It was, like, that video, the bi-sister, and then the apology right after. 
It was almost yeah. a year, right? Like almost a, completely a year after, no? She alleged that Jeffrey and Shane manipulated her into releasing by sister video in an attempt to ruin James's career. Jeffrey and Shane were both bitterly jealous of James's success, she said. No, they were not. I don't care what she said. No, they're not. Uh, back in 2019, Jeffrey started talking a lot more crap about James Charles than usual. It seemed that doing so had become his biggest obsession. It started with him telling me right before filming our collab together for James Charles' channel that James Charles actually didn't want me there, that he wanted Nikki Tutorials instead of, but Jeffrey said he had my back, Tati told viewers. Things further escalated at my- This is all from Tati Westbrook, by the way. Things further escalated at my birthday every time James Charles' back was turned. Jeffrey would tell me that James was out of control. He even texted and called me the following morning to apologize for James Charles' behavior at my birthday dinner and how embarrassed he was for me, she continued. As the weeks went by, every time I saw or spoke with Jeffrey, it seemed to me that James was all he wanted to talk about. He said that James Charles was a monster with many victims. Well. I'm gonna talk about that in a bit. That's gonna, that, that's, that's gonna come up. As we're touring his warehouse, which was filled with sister report, it seemed that all he could do was speak poorly of James Charles. Again, this is still Tati. Shortly after Tati says, Jeffrey introduced her to his best friend Shane Dawson, who Tati believed helped to gaslight her into creating the bias sister video. Okay, real quick, pause. I know we do not care for Shane Dawson after we has done, but I'm sorry. Shane Dawson is not a manipulator. He's too easy to buy out his bullshit. He has a tell every time. Like, I'm not defending Shane Dawson in any way, but come on, really? Like, Shane Dawson is like, no. I don't know. I mean, I want to agree with you. I just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about Shane Dawson. I'm not really a fan of Shane. Do you know what I mean? I'm slightly biased because I was such a huge, like, Shane Dawson fan for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Um... I just want to say real quick, Shane Dawson, like, helped me through a lot of stuff, my mental, st like, like, stuff going, like, when I was, like, a teen teen. Like, I was there for, like, the Shane Dawson era, so mm -hmm. I kind of wasn't fast. I might be slightly biased, but, like, it kind of, it just doesn't make sense that Shane, does this sound like Shane Dawson, Shane Dawson manipulates Tati Westbrook into five sisters? No, like, it just no, doesn't No, I don't think that, I think she did that on her own. She was maybe just jealous or, like, bitter that James, I think the root was that fact that James did that that the collaboration with a sugar sugar hair bear over the course of the next few weeks Shane and Jeffrey fed me so much new information that I felt sick almost every day there was more information and new allegations eventually I started believing what they were saying because they said they had evidence Tati explained it was enough for me to contact the uh, contact the authorities it was enough to scare me Tati said that all this information only came to light once she and James had mended their friendship and began Comparing texts and messages from Jeffrey, neither James nor Jeffrey himself responded to this claims, but Shane called Tati's claims manipulative and a lie. You know where that happened? That little fucking uh, live and, and Shane was looking on. He was like, "Oh my god, oh my, she's lying, she's lying." I remember that, and then Ryan's like, "Get the fuck off, live. get off Instagram!" Like Rylan was yelling. Do you remember Ryan was like, "Get off the." Fucking Instagram right now. No, like, I, Shane was having a breakdown. No. Shane was, oh, dude. I remember. I saw the live. I was like, holy shit! What the oh, fuck is that? Y'all are grown people. What is happening here? Um. So that was drama got into, and obviously, no one was untouched. Everyone scared after that. But James Charles became no. Let's be realistic. Did they? Because I have not heard from Tati. At a wall. That's why they were all scathed. They were all scathed. Not unscathed. Oh. They were all scathed. okay. I thought you said unscathed. I was like, cause, but I mean, 
Okay, hold on. No, 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 no. Let okay. You got you got the information. You talk. So, but after Drama Gator 2, James Hall actually was still really relevant. He was still having this growing, like, such, like, population in the YouTube community. He was, like, the last of the beauty community that was left, besides Nikki Tutorials, which I will touch on a little bit. Nikki Tutorials is abuse who will not be touched. No, literally, but we're going to talk about it right now. James Charles, he was like, fuck y'all, I'm moving on. Um, Still had his collaboration with Morphe, the second collaboration. He had his little show um, on YouTube. Um, What was it? Um, I forgot. I remember. I had watched it. I thought it was actually pretty decent. You know, it wasn't bad, especially for a YouTube show. Um, He had that, and he was getting this popularity on TikTok, when TikTok rising, but then the allegations come out. TikTok. Multiple. Even when TikTok was like popping off, everybody on TikTok was like, "Um, what the fuck?" There was not one, not two, but multiple ac- accusations of James Charles talking to underage boys. Essentially, wait, can we talk about how James Charles released his own nudes oh, for like? What was the reason? Because really, last time I, I remember, there wasn't anybody threatening anything against James, um, and then James like, hey. Um. So James Charles has multiple accusations of being with underage men and underage boys, I should say. Um. But they're like, he was. Oh, it was always us. I never knew. They never told me their real age. They told me lies. They never told me their ID. Blah blah blah. I'm like, girl, what? Why are you messaging teenagers on Snapchat? No, Only, I'm sorry. Snapchat is like creep central. If you're <laughs> if you're going on Snapchat to message people, you're a pedophile. Like no, you're a creep. And so James Charles had all these accusations, and this is where he finally his downfall comes into play because it was really bad, and most of it was like receipt, receipt, receipt. Like these yeah. like boys, once they became, yeah, the once these boys came out eighteen, they had the messages, whatever. And James Charles was like these are lies, these are fake, they're all made, blah blah blah. And I was like, girl, but you're like, you've talked about how you knew some of them, but you just didn't know their age. And, and you were going to do better. But then this happened again. It's like he was backtracking on the shit that he said because he knew that nobody was going to believe it's, him anymore. Exactly. So we finally have the end of the beauty community after James Charles' accusations at this point. But there is one person that is the saving grace who everyone should stand and love. Nikki Tutorials. Nikki Tutorials. She's the queen. You want to know why Nikki Tutorials survived? I will give you. I will tell you why Nikki Tutorials survived. Because she minded her own fucking business. And she did makeup because she liked it. And she kept her nose out of that shit. Also, she has been been able to adapt well into the TikTok realm. Mm -hmm. Which is why she's still relevant. And she's like loving like Michaela, who is on TikTok, who mm, I love. Michaela's brand. Michaela just came up about what two a year, two ago. No, literally like a year, year and a half ago, maybe. Like who the else? Most... Who's the girl that does like the the shit ton of makeup? That she actually had a some tea earlier this year because she had tried like a foundation and then like she put too much of it on and then she was saying that. Oh was bad. yeah, that was like a but, whole. That's a whole other. Thing. I don't think I don't think of her as big as Michaela or Nikki Torres, but like Nikki Torres. I love her. One trans woman icon. Love yeah. her. Hosted fucking Eurovision, bitch. I like, know. holy fuck. She's so iconic. And that's, it works for Nikki because Nikki minds her business and genuinely does makeup. Like, to the root of it all, she's honest and she's talented and she knows what she's doing and she knows how to adapt. That's why she survived for so long. She's also gone through this shit with the robbery 
of being blackmailed into coming out of as being a trans woman. That was so sad. I was so angry. I remember when that I could not even. I remember like... when the article was happening and Nikki Tutorials, it was a big article. I was like, oh, when it said Nikki Tutorials came out, it was, I, I thought, I said, oh, she's bisexual. It's not the big deal. Then it said Nikki Tutorials, a trans woman. I was like, oh my God. Not like, oh my God, like, oh my God, disgusting. I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking shocking. I would have never clocked the gun of Nikki Tutorials being a trans woman. Again, nothing wrong with it. Like, love our trans women in the LGBT community, you know, being a queer non-binary person or whatever. But Nikki Tutorials coming out trans was just, like, this big thing because you could not clock her. She she is a woman and forever will be a woman. Nikki Tutorials transitioned young, right? Yeah, she started really young. I think she was, like, still a teenager when it was happening mm-hmm. when she started. And, like, I remember, like, when she was finally had came out of trans, I just felt so bad that she was forced to come out because that, that is no way for someone to come out. Just real quick to get personal, like, I was outed by someone in middle school. You know this. Yeah, I remember that. Um, my best friend at the time, I'm not going to name names because they're not relevant to my life. My best friend at the time, who was a straight boy, by the way, I will say that, um, basically outed me to the school and that was really heartbreaking. So I kind of had to force to come out and that was really, really hard for me because like I didn't have many friends after that. I had Andy, which was great. Um, but like I did lack a lot of friends because people knew I was gay and it was just kind of like weird to them, especially because it's middle school and no one understands things in middle school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I, mean, when I don't I was... even think we really understood what it meant at the time. But mm-hmm. I mean... Because I came out as bisexual at the yeah. time. Yeah. And then we kind of... Well, you me as your friend seeing you grow it kind of how do what's it, it's kind of like an experience it's something that you have to like go through and you have to discover and, yourself but i think the big time at the thing like being bisexual like it's fine doesn't matter but it was like the fact that i like boys people did not get with that they're mm. so anti you know middle schoolers horrible horrible at like age of time for me teenagers uh, are the worst literally but being like knowing that people in school knowing that i like boys it was such a big Weird for that. I remember I told one girl, I was like, Oh, I like boys too. She was like, Ugh, Ew, oh my god. And I was like, what? Um, you like boys? <laughs> no, literally, I remember. I was just, uh, so like, I understand what it's like to being forced to come out. It's not something anyone should go through, it's the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. She was completely blackmailed, has to pay someone, and like, was purely forced to come out. And, and it sucks. Like, you have no control over your life at that point. And it's mm-hmm. such a big thing. One thing to be by talking about being a trans woman, that's a lot for... That's something else. That's, that's to a, say whole, to another, a yeah. whole another experience. I know I'm non-binary, and that's still something I'm coming to terms with. I guess I'm kind of now saying it publicly. I've never really said this publicly. But I am a queer non-binary person, and it's really hard to, like, wanting to say this to the public eye because people kind of do see you differently no matter how you put it out but nikki got so much love and i think it's because nikki's just so pure and genuine Mm -hmm. she's such a she's a gorgeous woman she's a pure beautiful soul and i love her there is like not mean spirited about her but and she's married now to her husband like a month ago right they got she got yeah it like just happened this year yeah i'm so happy nikki has been able to like find love have this platform and spread the trans joy like i love her so much she's a wonderful person and i hope nikki just grows from here i, I like how we started off talking about the negatives and ended up talking about the positives no i think you know we I mean? have to have a positive note especially after yeah. last 
<laughs> yeah, I think I hope Nikki keeps doing what she's doing, and you know she's got her makeup line that apparently is doing really well. Yeah, she knows her yeah. shit. She knows what she's doing. She's a wonderful person. She's talented. Uh, Nikki, if you ever find her podcast and I listen to this, girl, please, please contact me at Rue underscore Lotus on Instagram. I love you so much. She's not gonna see this, but I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that energy, huh? What do you mean? Our podcast one million streams, one million listens oh, every gosh. single time every, per day, a billion oh, yeah. streams. You're breaking right. records i'm putting out this energy to the world nikki Jatoros, please contact me i love you you're an inspiration you make me continue want to continue to grow as a person as an individual as a makeup artist i love you so much i genuinely love nikki Jatoros with all my heart andy do you want to say anything i love you too please give me kissy <laughs> no give me kisses <laughs> all right we have six minutes left i would like to say i had fun and recording this and i enjoyed it so much to, to re-talk and relive this it was kind of exciting i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's it, it kind of dug shit from my brain that i did not remember that that was in there that was in there that i hope there. y'all enjoy today's podcast i enjoyed it very much andy did you enjoy this today yes i did i love talking about tea and drama um next week we are going okay so we're basically taking turns kind of teaching each other something every few podcasts and this next next topic i have no fucking clue what i am so excited i'm so excited we're going to be talking about celebrity blinds um if you don't know what that is don't google it yet i want to tell you about it i want you to experience it with me i can't wait to experience this with you Andy. it's gonna be so much fun um but thank y'all so much for listening i hope y'all enjoyed the podcast I love y'all hookers very, very much. This is going to come out on Halloween night. So if you're going to go partying, please be safe. Have fun. Be safe Halloween. Please do not drink or drive. Do not be intoxicated while driving. Be responsible Halloween night. Please be responsible, you guys. Especially when there's kids out in the streets. Yeah, please. Please be responsible. But have fun. Have fun. fun. All right, guys. I think we're going to end up here. Uh, We can't wait to see you next week. This is coming out Monday. Uh, please make sure you listen. It's going to be available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Um, thank you all so much for listening. I love y'all hookers. See you next week. Bye.